Does the Xbox Series X have the most syllables of any game console name? Oh. Mm. FM Towns Marty is pretty long. That's the same, though. Oh, that's the same. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of syllables on the fly. Uh, ColecoVision and Television, some of the older ones. Those are both five. Those yeah. are all five. Is oh. five the max? I, I promise if you go back to like the Pong era stuff, there's going to be like super multi-TV Ooh. baseball Ooh. or something. Wait, what's Magnavox the Magnavox? Odyssey. That's six. I, I Neo was going to say, what about the Magnavox one? Neo Geo CD is also six. So I think we're getting up there. Yeah. Hey, Tim. Welcome. Hey, what's up? We're just talking about which video game system has the most syllables in its name. Which video game system has the most syllables in its name? Yeah, we're up to six right now. Uh, which one are you talking about? Which one has um, six? Uh, Neo Geo Pocket, uh, Magnavox Odyssey. Yeah. What about Neo are we, are Geo we Pocket counting, Color? Are we counting the Pong <laughs> era stuff? Because I can get pretty high here. Okay, what, what you got, Frank? Uh, Palladium Telematch L. Palladium nice. Telematch L. That's eight. Atari... <sighs> 3600, I believe, is also eight. Atari, 30, Atari yeah, 7200 is, uh, that's even more. 7200. <laughs> <laughs> 7200 syllables. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I mean, it is formally, uh, as per branding documents, it is to be pronounced Atari 7200. So that's a, right? The yes, Atari uh, 8-bit computer family. Yeah, that's nine. <laughs> is that the name of it, though? I think it's just it, Atari is, yeah. 400, Atari 800. But Atari 7200, that's that's nine, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, about, I think that's our winner. No, hang on. Uh, we're going to uh, Germany now. The oh. U- Universum Model 2006 Multispiel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, What this one is obscure. Uh not like the multi-spiel. Wait, are you right. not, Yeah, this this one is obscure, though. What about the uh, Mommy's Little Failure Factory Diaper Boy Baby Box? <laughs> oh, yeah, the one? Xbox Series X. He's talking about the Xbox Series X, yeah. Shoot me in the head with a bow and arrow. This is Insert Credit, the relentlessly paced video game talk show where our panel of experts must reach a consensus on every topic introduced within six minutes or a horrible toll must be paid. I'm Alex Jaffe, and the last game-related gift I got for a friend was a Super Mario Bros. power-up-themed ice cube tray. I'm Frank Zabaldi. I'm an expert. And the last video game-related thing that I bought as a gift for a friend was actually for someone on this very podcast. Uh, I, I gave Tim Rogers a vintage iron-on uh, of Super Mario from the Super Mario Brothers 3 cover because it's uh, maybe his favorite game sometimes. I'm Tim Rogers, the host of Action Button Reviews on YouTube.com slash Action Button, viewers of, of which uh, all know about Frank's gift because it was featured uh, quite extensively in a segment in my video review of The Last of Us. Didn't know that. Reason. Yeah, you didn't mm-hmm. know that. You just, uh, yeah, it's okay. It's okay if you didn't know that. It's I don't expect anybody to watch those, much less anybody I know. Uh, the most recent video game-related gift that I gave a person was I gave my only friend Mimsy a Nintendo Switch Lite for huh. Valentine's Day in the yellow color days before the pink one was announced. Days before, which she would have greatly preferred. 
so. Oh. Mommy's little failure is what you can call me from now on. You got hacked. I'm a loser. MLF. I'm Brandon Sheffield, and the last video game related thingy what's it that I bought for somebody was probably uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 for my Ooh. girlfriend, but I it is still sealed. It is not yet cracked open to see if, if we like it. That's ridiculous. One extreme winner gift, two losers so far. Right. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm right. That's yeah. pretty much it. Uh, well, it's an even-numbered episode, which means unless there's been a catastrophic failure, we have a very special guest for you. Uh, joining us this week, she's a Kotaku staff writer, a fan fiction novelist, and owner of at least one very nice sweater, Ash Parrish is on the show. Hi. Um, the last gift that I, video game related gift that I got, I believe it was a Soulsborne t-shirt from the Yeti for my partner. It has all the major characters from all the Souls games on mm-hmm. it. It's got Solaire doing his, you know, Praise the Sun thing. I believe that was the last video game related gift that I got. Did your partner wear it, though? He does. He loves it. He loves okay. those games. So right, he loves right. it. That's and he's, too he's one of those people that loves, like, video game t-shirts and will wear them often in public, much to my embarrassment. So <laughs> he enjoyed that gift. What do you feel about the new Demon Souls remaster? Speaking of characters. Uh, that's a remake, that as we established yeah, that remi- on the last that's episode That's a remake, of the show. as established in the last episode, yes. Yeah, Frank's rules. Help, help me out, help me understand, <laughs> because I am on the Kotaku podcast, and our first uh, episode was about remakes and remasters, and we kind of didn't really decide what is a remake, what is a remaster versus a reboot. So, like, Ooh, yeah, okay. Ooh. What, what, Frank, what, what, what makes on the last episode. <laughs> so, Frank uh, laid out the, the rules. Yeah, to me, a remaster um, has to use the original elements as in like the original art etc that was made at the time otherwise it is a remake um so a remake a remaster of demon souls and i don't know if this is or not uh would be using the original art assets the original models etc that were done back in the day but they would just be rendered at a higher resolution okay so the fff re make is a remaster no 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 no. that's definitely not not the case no no well, no, it's a remake. Like, all of the art is different in the Final Fantasy VII remake. There's no, nothing. I meant FF8. I'm sorry. I meant FF8. The, oh, the, uh, yeah. yeah, that's a remaster. That's a remaster. I call okay. that a remaster, yeah. And then FF7 Even though it's been censored, re- according to all the commenters on the YouTube video I did about it for Kotaku. Hmm. Censored in is what that- way? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> a strap was made thicker on somebody's brassiere. I'm not oh, sure. What? Yeah, there's something holes. they were real mad about some censorship perpetrated on some female character uh, in the comments. Final Fantasy eight, the Final Fantasy eight remaster for the PlayStation four. I had to delete about two, three hundred comments from the YouTube racked up a lot of hits on that video, though. Mostly people coming to call me a shill for not calling out Square Enix's uh, horrendous censorship practices still get uh, uh, Twitter mentions about it. I don't understand it. <laughs> People have created well, Twitter bots just to harass you about this character's boobs. That is that is true. Uh, well, maybe not just about that one thing, but they have created Twitter bots just to har- harass me about one about like a video. Um, so according to Frank's rules, that makes it that makes it a remake. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that, okay. Some 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 outfit has been has been changed. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't make I'm going to go on to our first question. Usually what happens with our first question is that it's chosen by whoever won the last episode because I am secretly keeping track of how well you're all doing. And uh, this week's first question comes from previous winner Gita Jackson, whose question I've been oh. holding in my pocket. 
Uh, Gita asks, what video game franchise would be most improved if the main character was reimagined as black without any other changes? Ooh. Hmm. Oh. Okay. The Witcher. Yeah. So it's it's what would benefit the most was the question. Yeah. What would benefit the most from making the main character black? Don't change anything else. I mean, the reason I said The Witcher is just because it would make so many people fill their diapers all the way to the brim. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And that would... uh, that, diapers that don't brim me. though they they run off at the leg holes <laughs> i guess that's right so just think about that i'm sorry i, I have to mm. point that out there also Geralt of rivia is supposed to be from an imaginary country and that's why he speaks with an american accent in this world full of people who speak either british or polish he might as well look a little bit more different yeah it from makes some people in the world however that would presuppose that that everybody else in the witcher 3 would remain Everybody in The Witcher 3 is a, a white person, aren't they? Isn't it like the 100%, most part. It's 100% yeah. white people in that game, right? Almost all. About, about 100%. Well, the prompt is that only the main character changes. Yeah. Right. It could be interesting. I don't know. Well, that's, cool that's, if... that's, that's, that's what I got. That's all I got. <laughs> that's a It'd real cool. thinker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have to come up with the right answer. Just come up yeah. with the fastest answer. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what we do. <laughs> Speed over everything. Well, who an answer while i have time to mull over this um i've been thinking about this okay go on i was thinking dragon quest uh a lot of people get into the dragon quest series through uh hero toriyama's art mm-hmm. and uh toriyama's manga and anime has a really big black following and i thought uh that would be a good way to bridge the gap you know i'm playing uh 11 right now and i don't think anyone is black in that game no no they're not they're definitely I didn't not. mean to say that that way. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, like, suddenly British? <laughs> didn't mean to yeah. reveal my, my, my real accent. Well, if you play with the English voices on in Dragon Quest XI, everyone is pretty British. That's so, true. That's, that's where true. that probably came from. Um, that's true. For, for similar upsetting people reasons, which uh, does benefit me directly because it's, it's fun watching them be upset. Uh, I think it'd be cool if Batman was black for no reason in the Arkham Ooh, games. That is yeah. good. Oh, that's going to happen in the comics next year. What? Oh, heck They're yeah. working on a black Batman. Yeah. Oh, but he's not. Is, is it the <laughs> Batman? Is Bruce Wayne just like black now in the comics? Or? No, it's not Bruce Wayne. It's okay. like <clears throat> Lucius Fox. That's son. what I it's want. Be it's, like, okay. you know, it's, it's, it's its own game universe, uh, right? It's just in Bruce this Wayne. universe, Bruce Wayne's black. Hmm. Sure. That's good. It's su- yeah, I'm into, I'm into it. it too. Superman. But the same Superman yeah. actually would make a lot. Yeah. 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 Well, is there a, is there a good Superman game? Because Superman 64. Oh, yeah, that's the best. Yeah, that one's great. Oh my god, I liked that you EA know, Return of Superman game for the uh, Xbox 360. I thought it was close. Mm-hmm. It was I pretty close. The demo. Yeah, the demo was good. Uh, I don't know. You could make a good Superman game. Good. You, you could. It wouldn't be hard. It'd be uh, hard. Okay, well, okay, it could. would be hard. Obviously, it would. It would involve a lot of work. Yes, but it wouldn't be impossible. I think my favorite Superman game for just completely misunderstanding the whole point of Superman was the uh, mobile game that came out around the same time as Man of Steel, where yeah. you got points for destroying as many buildings as possible while you were fighting General Zod. Oh, that rules. Oh, nice. It's Rampage. Yeah. Twisted Metal Superman. Yeah, exactly. So, like, by just destroying and killing the most people you possibly can, you're playing the game right. Well, that was that's a parody game, about. though. That wasn't an official game, right? No, it was an official game. It was what, whatever really? Warner Brothers Studios. Yes. Uh, <laughs> rules. WB. That is a that is a clear adaptation of that movie. That is. That is yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, weren't people so mad that stuff was blowing up in that in that movie? Oh, well, what? Where does Shadow the Hedgehog stand on this? Because he is like Sonic the Hedgehog, except he's his he's a different. That's my joke. Is Shadow that's, the Hedgehog black? Is he? I mean, I don't think so. He literally is. No, so. he's not. You know who is Knuckles? Knuckles. Knuckles. Is black. Knuckles. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's, he's based on, on Michael Jackson. Jackson. So. Oh yeah, as we confirmed <laughs> on the earlier episode. Right, He's yeah, literally yeah, based on Michael Jackson. Frank was telling us that. Uh, oh, is he really? Apparently, yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. Old Sega <laughs> but I, I was hanging out with people who were at Sega in the '90s, and they were, you know, had a couple drinks, having a nice time, and they were just telling the history nerd, hanging out with them, you know, some some dirt, and uh, they uh, they told me that Knuckles was based on the look of Knuckles was based on Michael Jackson, which I just I can't see it. I don't, That's I don't... a little weird, but all right, I'll let so, it rock. Does that make Knuckles Chaotix one of the first video games with a black lead? No. There's mm-hmm. so many before no. that. Okay. Chaos in the Windy City may have been before that. There's a, Maybe. There's a lot before I that. I like that game. It's real bad. I like that game. But I, I don't know if, if, uh, if I mentioned this on the podcast before, but I discovered that Congo, the first-person shooter exclusive for the Saturn, is maybe the first uh, first-person shooter with a black protagonist. Oh, interesting. Did I, did I bring this up? It's, no, it's a, no. It's an interesting one. Is it based one. off the movie? It's based on the movie. And so nice. because it was based on the movie, that there's this intro. The What's that actor's name? Eddie something. He was in... Um, Eddie Big Boy. Congo. No. <laughs> oh. He was in Congo with uh, Tim... Mur- Curry not Rogers. Curry, Curry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, I can't think of his name, but I have his face clear in my well, head. What's his name? He's like Eddie something. I don't remember. Oh, what's he I think from? He Eddie all- Decent. I'm looking, at the, I'm looking at the cast list. We've got Laura Linney, Dylan Walsh, Ernie Hudson, Grant Heslop. Ernie Hudson. Uh, I mean, Ernie, I, Hudson. Ernie the Ghost Ernie Hudson. Well, it does not star Ernie Hudson. Um, our time is up for this, but I just want to. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my one up for this one here. All right. Just because it's an interesting topic. Uh, the game starts out, and you're a you're a man with a Jamaican-ish accent who's like running away from from apes, and you're like that man's going to get killed. And I thought that because that's what keeps happening in the movie is uh everyone gets killed except for like the caucasian protagonist and whatever then it just like zooms in and it's like oh that's me i've i've just been like poisoned by some some weird ape juice and and now (laughs) i with my gun have to uh (laughs) take down all these spiders and totem poles and apes myself then i realized suddenly that this is probably the first first person shooter with a black protagonist and uh it's kind of interesting First first person shooter. I like that. First first person uh, shooter. Here's question two. Which video game trilogy has the strongest overall three act structure? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. That one I can answer. That's okay. God of War. Okay. God of War. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Explain to me who who doesn't really play those. I don't remember what exactly the three act structure is, but I think <laughs> from what I, from what I remember, like the first and the second and the third game all together, and how that third game ends, and how you go from I'm gonna kill God until the end where I'm gonna kill all of the gods is mm-hmm. a really nice closure to Kratos' story before we start that whole fucking thing again with i'm sorry mm-hmm. i didn't know if this is a cursing podcast or not it's fine uh, it is no. oh, you can we don't <laughs> yeah before you start that again in god of war 4 but i think that's a nice like opening and rising action and then denouement for uh for the kratos story yeah at the uh, you're not just killing all the gods you're killing the big boy god who happens to be your dad as well at the end of the mm-hmm. third one so it ends mm-hmm. up with the uh, there's just all these mysteries and revelations and uh 
I remember uh, I remember making fun of those games for sort of a, a long time. Uh, I'm just admitting this. I made fun of those games, you know, just because I, I because there was a mini game in the first one involving right. there is a mini game that involved nudity. Uh, it involved uh, toplessness, and it was fun to make fun of the game for being uh, a stupid game for stupid people. And then I actually <laughs> played all of them, and they are pretty dumb. But the story stuff is definitely better paced than most uh, probably every game of around that era that was uh, every like triple a ish game of around that time so and the the way they reveal like a big thing at the end of each game it's not just a cliffhanger at the end of each game it's like wow the next game is going to be great is how each one ends which is how the new one ends the new (laughs) one even ends with a oh my god i had so much fun playing this whole game and I didn't even realize that Thor is not mentioned even once, despite this being about Norse gods. This is where I'm kind of struggling with it because, you know, there's a fourth game. So, yeah, I mean, how well, you how can take any set trilogy? of three games. OK, OK. Yeah. Well, the new ones are an, it's a new trilogy. It is 100 percent a new trilogy the, well, I see. or a new series. They haven't confirmed if it's a trilogy or not, because I'm having a hard time thinking of trilogies. There's like Mass Effect, uh, which is like that certainly doesn't even enter into the top 10 and i can't think of 10 of uh of of three act uh, structure kind of things what else do we have that's that's trilogy oriented i'm trying to think of what the three act structure the, the final fantasy yeah. 13 games oh the 13 trilogy's good yeah that's true i think if you go back to like theatrical history and uh the origins of the three act structure king kong yeah before that even the first act is always the call to adventure the second mm-hmm. act is always a dream, and the third act is always a stage adaptation of the first act. So uh-huh. Super Mario Brothers is the best trilogy. Mm. <laughs> oh, that nice. is interesting. Um, yeah. That is, uh, I mean, I mean, King Kong does have a stage adaptation of the second in there, act. Yeah, in the, in the third that act. That is literally the third act. Yeah. Mm. Oh, the beast. And then it was Beauty Killed the Beast. I remember that when Beauty killed the beast. I That's was there. what it's yeah. called when you wear the hammer suit and you uh, kill Bowser. Because <laughs> uh, the hammer suit is we beautiful. Go. Well, okay, I'm having a hard time defining their three act structure, but the the two that come to mind for me that I've played this that have a narrative arc uh, are what I would call the Fantasy Star trilogy. If we go way back, which is one, mm-hmm. two, and four. Three doesn't yeah, count. Three don't count. Um, and then uh, we just brought up the Arkham games, but there is a clear sort of Joker. Yeah. Uh, story through the three Arkham games that, uh, Man, I, that I think is pretty interesting. There's an Arkham Mark. I gotta play. There's those. an Arkham Mark. Yes, there's an arc to Arkham. Oh, Arkham Arkham. Uh, the golden. There's two arcs. Is that like a McDonald's logo? What Pac-Man says, Arkham Arkham. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He says it repeatedly. He just doesn't stop. Yeah, he's a big Batman fan. Question three: What kind of video games inspire the best fan fiction? <laughs> <laughs> well. I mean, I don't know about best, but most would be anything that has an anthropomorphic animal in it. Sonic. You sure about that one? I think Sonic. Um, Yeah, I think Sonic is. Do you think there's more Sonic fan fiction than like Final Fantasy fan fiction? Yes, I do. I don't know if I'm right, but I do think it. (laughs) Ash, let's go to the expert here. (laughs) Let's Um, go to the tapes. (laughs) There probably is more Sonic fan fiction than there is. What did we say? Uh, Final Final Fantasy? Fantasy. Yeah. Ooh, well, now, if you think about all Final Fantasies mm-hmm. right. across mm-hmm. all of them, Final Fantasy might edge it out. Actually, you know what? We can we can we can figure this out right now. Yeah. We're going to go to AO3. 
please do. My Wait, is the question is the that, most fan fiction or the best no, fan fiction? I, the question oh, is the, the best. best. But I oh. was I was thinking about the most first. But my theory oh, okay. is that Sonic has more fan art, but Final Fantasy has more fan fiction. Oh. Well, Sonic's got big old blasters of fan art, yeah. Right. They're just firing it all over the place. All right, so deviant art in one tab and then the, yeah. the AO3 the in the other tab. In case anyone needs to needs the information later, I I'm I'm keeping the Wikipedia page for the film Congo open. Okay. <laughs> Thank it's you. still open. Thank, you. Thank okay. God. Some ways we that. need to get back in there. Um, I, I can I'm I'm looking at the number of entries under Sonic the Hedgehog right now, and I can yeah. already tell you just by looking at the numbers that Final Fantasy has more. There okay. are there you go. almost six thousand tagged with Sonic fan fiction, and I know for a fact that Final Fantasy has upwards of twenty thousand. Okay. okay. So now that we have a better idea of fan fiction versus fan art demographics, what inspires the best fan fiction? Where can you get the good stuff? Which fandom has it? The best stuff. Yeah. It tends to be good relationships between characters, I would think, that, that inspires fan fiction. Is it all sexy fanfiction. times, or is it, or is it also just like... It's a relationship, I didn't say it's... <laughs> No, I, I didn't mean... That wasn't necessarily in relation No, to there's me. fan fictions that are just... Uh, that are uh, branded. Have you, not, have you not read any fan fiction? I read some. It's going to be the Bioware fandom, and it's going to be Marvel. Mm. That's it. Uh, Those Bioware are the two. Marvel. Bioware Marvel. Marvel specifically the Marvel movies or Marvel also the comics? Marvel movies. Right. But that kind of, that makes a, a lot of times what a lot of fan fiction people do is that they'll blend canons. So you'll take something that's mm. from the comic book canon and move it into the movie canon. So it kind of has like a little bit of gray area there. But Marvel and Bioware, they inspire oh. the best fan fiction. What what makes it the best? Uh, specifically, at least with Marvel, like I know of published authors that write Marvel Cinematic Universe fan fiction, like under wow. pseudonyms. You would never know that's who they are, um, but that's where they test their ideas with, you know, playing around with those characters or whatever. But it's just the sheer number of like fiction, novel fiction quality stuff that you can get out of the Marvel fandom and specifically is like amazing. Like, seriously, like these people should be writing books. Didn't uh, everybody's favorite author George R. R. Martin begin his uh, his uh, career or his attempts uh, at writing by writing Marvel fan fiction as a youngster? That I, I don't believe, know. I believe he did. Stephanie Meyer no. of Twilight fan yeah. uh, fame oh, did yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah, I'm more and, interested uh, in the Bioware aspect, though. What is it about Bioware? Is it the dateability of your teammates? Is it the world building? What I think it's because the games are the, written the character like models. The games, Bioware games, which I talk a lot of smack about, and I don't like uh, most of them, they are written like books. Very few mm -hmm. games are written like books. They do feel like reading a book sometimes in a good way, not not in a bad way. Some books are bad. Uh, all of those Bioware games feel more bookish than... I don't know. If there's a good book, I've never read it. <laughs> I can, let me Ask me for some recommendations later. I might know a couple. <laughs> it's the character work. Yeah. It's 100% character, character work. work. Yeah. It's the way mm -hmm. that the characters are written. It's the way that they're acted. That's 122% the reason why. The Garrus Vicarians. The Varicatherians. The Varicatherians. Yep. Sure. Mm -hmm. Iron Bulls of the world. Yep. The trash-talking robot on your uh, space boat in Star Wars. Yeah. Everyone loves the trash-talking robot. Everybody loved that, that robot, that trash-talking robot. did that robot win an award for, like, best character? Best trash-talking robot on a spaceship? Yeah, the trash-talking yeah. robot. What was that? Knights of the Old Republic one. Yeah, Bender with a gun. <laughs> Bender with a gun. Yeah, and he was also like a, a legit killer. He was like a killer droid. 
the Yakuza games, if 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 those Bioware games are written like books, then the Yakuza games are written like light novels, and they're all like, yeah. Is there no, a Yakuza the Yakuza games fiction? are written like Japanese oh, tel- uh, Japanese dramas. Yeah. yeah, that too. Right. It's like I've been watching a lot of Japanese dramas over here lately for a project I'm working on, and uh, they. Uh, uh, the Yakuza series has stolen so many things from so many exact dramas that it's real fun to point them all out. I wonder if anybody's ever going to do a video about all the references to every drama Probably that gonna have is to in be Yakuza. Used. So it really is the Japanese GTA, and that that also steals yeah. references from like everything on TV. Hmm. Yeah, very interesting. I mm-hmm. mean, there are a million exact like I, I I mean I'm still finding stuff, but it's like oh, there's no way that's not a Yakuza reference. I say out loud right. pointing at my so, tv the decades old chinese game company subor declared bankruptcy this week best cool. known for their bootleg nes and super nintendo clones in the 80s and 90s console cloning is looked down upon in the united states but what role has it played in video game history stop writing my twitter jaffy <laughs> <laughs> i want to give you something to say frank all right if it's i've been saying stuff yeah the the subor thing so Subor is one of the first companies that that cloned the Famicom in the in the 80s. And because of that, the console was able to be introduced in China, period, because Nintendo just wasn't going to sell there. I think it was also illegal to uh, to have import consoles or or release consoles until the IQ and stuff. Right. And I think that we tend to look back at these bootleg consoles as just being like funny, bootleg, dirty gross things but it's like that that was the nintendo in china and i and i think that um history should respect them for it so yeah mm-hmm. in in poland and the pegasus parts of poland. russia it was the pegasus like that was just what you played that was how you played nintendo games you got you got a pegasus and a cartridge that had like 50 different types of super contra on it yeah and then uh, in russia of course was the dendy and had his own mascot the little like the little elephant kid right. um so yeah i just you know, that, that stuff, I think, I, I think that we tend to have a very ethnocentric view of video game history and that mm-hmm. we should expand our dang minds and, uh, and, and, and sort of understand globally how, how things were different than what we know. We just recently got this article together with um, a guy, he's an, an Iranian histor- game historian person, and he was putting together a list of all of the, the history of video games in Iran. And the first stuff was clones but they were there were a couple things that were imported but then there were clones that were locally made mm-hmm. and uh that that kind of stuff is really fascinating to me just local i mean they're essentially local consoles because they're curated by whomever however and they they just put out what they what they want to and, or what they can get hold of and it totally influences the uh the history of games in that region because that's what people have access to playing Uh, it's interesting to think about yeah and then you know another thing that comes to mind for me just going back to subor in china is that you know their their cloning of this hardware actually spawns a game development industry right in china and and a lot of the early game development in china was you know sort of quote-unquote bootleg games for the for the nintendo for the you know the subor or whatever um and that's when you see things like you know weird down ports from 16-bit games to eight so like you know mortal Kombat, street fighter stuff like that but Mm -hmm. um i've never looked into it extensively but i would imagine these developers probably went on to make other games that that uh we've never heard of for uh pcs and stuff like that and maybe even you know defined what game development was in china um right and then you know 
Brazil comes to mind too, right? Because Brazil is is sort of the same thing where there was no oh, yeah. official console stuff over there and and their entire video game culture came from cloning the Atari and and the Nintendo and and playing these bootleg games and you know it it, it led to emulation still being a big part of being a Brazilian video game player even today. Have these bootlegs shaped uh tastes in video games uh internationally in any interesting ways? Well, I think so. Because when when I was talking about fifty types of contra, contra on the on the Pegasus, everybody in Poland has played certain or that's of a certain age has played certain NES games because they all like came with the Pegasus that they bought. And so yeah, there's like right. this this one multi cartridge that came with every Pegasus that everyone yeah. had. Yeah, and so like everyone everyone had those games, and those are the games that everybody knows, and they're not necessarily the games that everybody knows here because they sold super well it's just like these you had access to these and so like you might know some weird math blaster game or some weird thing that that's on this pegasus card that everyone charlie might be huge over there right yeah Yeah. just these huge phenomenons that barely made a blip over here but isn't it isn't it true that the subor that closed down now is not the the subor that made those yeah i, I kind of i saw something about that this morning and subor seems to just be a giant monolith company with a lot of arms and uh i didn't care enough to look into it to be honest hmm. with you yeah well it's it seems that it's but the, it's they're not making those anyway so we can still it's all monoliths now <laughs> yeah everybody's owned by somebody who's owned by somebody else i feel like i'm owned by everybody Stuff dies it's okay yeah who's owned by amazon yeah yeah <laughs> if there was a fighting game where the entire roster was called from dorm room posters when you were in college, who would the strongest characters be? Oh, man. Sugar Ray, dude. There's <laughs> that guy from Sugar Ray. <laughs> that uh, that god darn uh, man. I just want to fly. That guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'd yeah. probably jump really high. He'd probably be doing like some wild right. like, his kicks. His main attack would be putting his arms around you, baby. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and he'd right. be they had judo. I thought you were moves. talking about Sugar Ray Robinson. No, no. Uh, <laughs> I went to college in Bloomington, Indiana. Oh That's... no, we got to end the podcast here because I don't talk with people who went to IUB. I'm a boilermaker, yo. Oh, oh really? No. I, I we took, don't I do took that. classes at Purdue. I took a couple classes at Purdue. Believe it or not, a couple summer classes. I don't. Believe I don't really it. have a. I don't have. You don't have to believe it if you don't want okay. to. I barely believe it myself. You went to you went to Purdue, I West did go Lafayette. To Purdue. Seven more you, like you, per Do you still have a seven six five uh, phone number? I know I have. I am from Northwest Indiana, so my phone number is oh. actually no. It's I live in Ohio now, so I don't have a two one nine number anymore. Unfortunately, I like That's that seven six five area code, the yep. West Lafayette one or whatever uh-huh. that is. I, That's a good one of my favorite area codes. Actually, I like the five one zero. Five one zero. I like the eight zero eight. Five one zero. And I like the seven six five. Those are my three, my top three. Three two three is pretty good. You ever, I, you ever hang out at three two three? I know I Brandon like knows three two three. three also. Yeah, three two three is good, but I I prefer two one three. Did you know that six four six is uh is uh three two three times two? I did. And six four six is also pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, I'm yeah. lost now. I've only lived in the Midwest <laughs> right. my entire life. <laughs> Man, Ohio. Wait. wait okay, I want. I'm not going to ask where you live in Ohio. There's a micro center in Ohio. Is all I was going to say. Or they're from Ohio. There is a micro center. That's where I got my my PC yeah. from. Yep. Oh, yeah. There's a micro center in Brooklyn, New York as well. What if they made it a little bigger? They'd probably fit more stuff in there. Yeah. Micro, <laughs> if they had a, if, if they were bigger, they'd have more uh, equipment in stock. Uh, It'd be a macro center. 
Hey, yeah, yo. Exactly. That's how prefixes what was, work. What was the question? <laughs> oh, the question was about dorm room posters. Dorm room posters, yeah. Well, so Sugar I didn't Ray. Put up any posters. Uh, who's that guy from Everclear? He would also be in the <laughs> game. Remember Everlast? Uh, yes. Sometimes that... kids get murdered for the ends. Do you remember that guy? Yes. You don't remember Everlast? Do you know Everlast, Brandon? Unfortunately, no. yes. <laughs> man, man, when I was in college, I was surrounded by. Uh, by by just imagery of 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 lameness of yeah. of mediocrity yes, because you went to college at Bloomington. Hey. I, I, I was there. I was there on the lawn for Bobby Knight's farewell speech when he got fired. I was there and I watched that sad old man walk away. So I do believe Bobby Knight would also be in the game because there were about four posters of him on my dorm room floor. <laughs> okay. He could throw a chair like a Hadouken. can. Mm. Yeah. Little, college basketball reference for any of our college basketball lovers in the audience i might possibly i think i might have put up a sailor moon poster at some point so i guess oh who'd you have on there oh that's op um i i had it, it had all the main five so Ooh. the inner senshi as we call them in fandom that's right, <laughs> right. the the inner ones yeah the inner senshi and i guess you would say that ultimately sailor moon is the strongest among them would you, would you not is she stronger, yeah. however, than Cloud Strife and Sephiroth, each of whom right. were on a wall scroll in my dorm? Uh, not my, not my dorm. Someone else's dorm. I was going to say, uh, Advent Children era Cloud Strife would probably be a pretty popular character. Oh man, if we're talking game. about other people's wall scrolls, <laughs> yeah. then uh, definitely there's some DBZ going on. Oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah. make everybody sad right now. I was not allowed to have posters on my wall when I was a kid. So I never um, had posters on my wall. And because I never had them, I never felt the urge to put them on my wall when I got to college. So my fighting game has no fighters. No, wait, what about other people at, at your Yeah, what, at didn't your you go into did any you, other dorms? You, wait, not everybody here stayed in a dorm, I guess. Right. Frank, did That's you true. live in a dorm? Uh, no. As I think about it, nobody I knew put up posters. Huh. Mm. Wow, that's wild. I lived in my own apartment. I didn't have no dorm, and I went to community college, so no one cared about that stuff. I, I lived in an apartment uh, off campus my my final year of college, though so I was in a dorm for a bit. I was a dorm baby, and uh, I believe the dorms are a large por portion of why I ended up leaving the country immediately <laughs> after college and staying out of the country for 10 years, because I was subjected to so many persons of a particular type from all around the country who all sucked in different ways. Sounds like college. Too many Sugar Rays. Listening to Sugar Ray and and Everlast and Everclear. And uh, that's how I got into the weird stuff is because I hated that Sugar Ray song. That Okay, it wasn't just the song. Did you know? I don't know if any of you knew this. Did you know there's a whole album? I heard the whole thing. <laughs> I heard the whole thing over and over again. Okay? Because my roommate... He was a rich boy, and he loved NASCAR, and he blasted it out of his Dell PC. It was a Gateway, not a Dell. Sorry, don't want to don't want to be smirched Dell. He he blasted it out of his darn Gateway PC speakers, and there were posters. Can you imagine a poster of that Sugar Ray guy on a wall? I saw it. I seen it. My buddy Rahul, he had all kinds of uh, Tolkienisms up on his wall, so I Gandalf. guess those would be pretty. Pretty powerful. Did he you know some, that Sugar Ray's last album was called Little Yachty? That's the name of a guy. Wow. Maybe Little that's where Yachty? he got his name. When was this album? 2019. Oh, okay. Well, that's strange. Still yeah. Why would you name your album after an existing guy? I, I don't know. That's creepy, dude. Yeah. it's He's not on the album. He's not, not even featured for 
a verse on a track? No, not as far as I know. I can't imagine that a that a uh, anyone would want to be featured on a verse on a track on a Sugar Ray album. <laughs> Sugar Ray in 2019. Is it entirely a dis a dis that's, album or something? That's like that's like being on a Smash Mouth track in 2025. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, that's the halfway point. We'll be right oh, back after a quick imaginary break. be back presently well not presently that would be impressive welcome back to insert credit this week's patreon question uh is from british listener nathan roberts every week around this point i like to pull a question from one of our subscribers to patreon.com slash insert credit where you can submit questions for the show get episodes one day early and one day access early. to yeah one day early and exclusive access to special bonus episodes that release pretty much monthly uh, okay nathan so roberts, hold up so did this did yeah. nathan roberts specify in his question did he say by the way i'm british please yes he did but okay okay <laughs> is, is it because we keep making fun of british people on this show uh well we're about to find out okay let's uh, find out nathan roberts says here in the uk our version of game show family feud has the less confrontational name of Family Fortunes. <laughs> what? Family what? Fortunes. Family what? Fortunes. Huh. Oh, Family. Fortunes. Okay, yes. sure. Doesn't like, make sense. Likewise, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were changed to the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Right, right. Over yes. fears of well. excessively violent connotations yeah, when their cartoon first crossed the pond. What violent-sounding video game names could or should have been charmingly localized for us sensitive British consumers? Oh, nice. Ooh. Uh, Doom could be um, Captain Wonderful's Fuzzy Wuzzies or something like I that. I like it. Floompty Doopters. <laughs> Mortal Kombat is now Mortal Cuppa. <laughs> or... Oh, yeah. Excellent. Get on, Britishes. Well, well, I'm trying to think of the ones that have existed because there was uh, like Ninja Gaiden was Hero uh, Gaiden. Blue, blue, no, Hero Blue Gaiden. Shadow. They, they just called it Blue Shadow. It was uh-huh. another one. Contra was Probotector. Probotector. Wait, isn't yeah. Blue Shadow just Professional Sonic? Robot? Yeah, it's just Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sonic is the blue shadow. That's true. Yeah. Wait, Shadow the Hedgehog, does he is he a hedgehog? And wait, yeah. never mind. I I messed up my, my joke. <laughs> I was gonna say something else. I was gonna say, does he have guns in the UK or does he have heroes? Mm. Like hero sandwiches. Uh, yeah. Hero right. the hedgehog. Is his name Hero he, the Hedgehog? He just throws scones. Right. <laughs> oi, oi. God of war is a god of chuffed. Uh, <laughs> god of chuffed. Yeah. God of chuffing. <laughs> What is ooh, that sounds bad. It's actually the, it's the, probably like in British video games because they say cunt a lot, there will be a lot more cunts in the video game titles. Man. Like oh, and yeah. I wouldn't even think about it. It's just yeah. it's a word for children over there. I mean, in the first 15 minutes of that first game, he is the god of chuffing. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's the, yeah, over there but... they call uh sensible soccer, sensible football. Yeah. Sensible football. <laughs> sensible football. Sensible football, they call it. I wonder why they don't call yeah. it sensible football. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Man, I made a video about football for Kotaku.com. American and I got one? a reply from a British man who was like, a football? Don't you mean American gridiron? Or whatever. And I was like, oh, man, can you imagine being like over the age of 3.2 and mm-hmm. uh, making and uh, trying to have that conversation with someone? It's a video. Uh, you can see you what I'm talking he about. 
spends afternoons looking for videos about American football so he can make that comment over and over. Looking for people on Twitter who say football yeah. and then saying, I right. think you mean, uh, you know, so that's not football, mate. You know, yeah, like that. Uh, Twisted Metal, you could call um, Dave's Roundabout. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. Twisted Metal is called called Wacky Lorries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Wacky Lorries. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Loop, loopy yeah. Lorries. Loopy right. Lorries. Yeah, I think they'd rhyme it. Too. Oh, ye blasted me Lorry. <laughs> right? Is that how they would say it? Exactly. So. Yeah, they'd redub all the yeah, Every voice sample is just replaced with that. Oh, ye blasted me Lorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you ever go to England and hear someone call a truck a lorry? And you're just like, wow, I thought that was a joke being perpetrated <laughs> against me from a distance. Is truck simulator in the UK lorry simulator? Oh, Euro yeah. truck is you know, like Euro lorry. Yeah. Right. You're a lorry, Harry. Grand Theft Auto is stop that lorry. <laughs> stop. stop that lorry. Right. <laughs> no, it, no, the full title is them criminals is right chuffed. Stop that lorry <laughs> at once. That's the full title. But stop that lorry. STL is just what people tend to call it. Yeah, STL. Them uh, criminals Mar is right, Jeff. I think yeah. they changed Marvel's The Avengers to just be about the British show, The yeah. Avengers. Seed and yeah. appeal. Right. Yeah. But that, that's uh, the same name, though, so that doesn't count. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, that's Marvel. pretty I would much play it. That video game. Yeah. yeah. I would absolutely <laughs> play that video game. Especially if it was like uh, kind of death loopy, like set in like the 1960s. I would play the mm -hmm. shit out of that game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is sort of off the topic here, but I would love to play a uh, Phoenix Wright like game where you are playing as uh, a barrister, Alan, a barrister. You're, you're, I was you're playing, no, you're playing as Alan Partridge and you're trying to get out of whatever situation you've gotten yourself into through talking like a, like a jackass. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. OK, I, I, w I would play that. But yeah, as a, I mean, your, your idea makes more sense. So let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. more wigs at least it would just be phoenix right with wigs yeah big old big wigs those big Here's my wild next question. wigs oh, this next is question. a yeah this is a question about stuff going on right now uh what exactly is happening with twitch streamers and these dmca takedowns because it sounds pretty horrendous oh yeah that's that narcware that they have yeah. when they got bought by amazon amazon installed their they're 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 just narking tentacles all over the internet and they just they just find if you have a music they're telling people they should mute the music on their streams mm -hmm. like oh just mute the music in your stream in the not game not even just mute the music just like turn off sound in um in your games that you're playing because people are getting dmca mm -hmm. for like sound effects which is ridiculous yeah yeah like I gust of wind right world of warcraft was a gust of wind from a sound library that's terrible <laughs> So, yeah. so that that will uh, that would kill, I guess, streaming entirely. Yeah, yeah they're just going to kill, kill streaming. streaming. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's it's real bad. Um, well, I mean, I, that's I always, one way to do it. <laughs> I always back up. I archive my streams locally. I record them locally. I don't trust because I had a bad experience when I first I streamed the game Earthbound when I first started having a Twitch. Right, I was like, I'm going to stream Earthbound in my bed. Every night before I go to bed, I'm going to I'm going to sit in my bed and I'm going to stream Earthbound. It was a really good idea. And uh, uh, the first stream, I think, was wonderful. And then Twitch muted the audio on it for some reason. And uh, they didn't unmute. Then they did not process my claim for four years. Oh, wow. At which point they then unmuted the audios. It was in error. And then it later got DMCA'd. So 
I managed to download an archive of it after that. So I, I just, I always record my streams locally and then put them up on YouTube. But even YouTube is, uh, I mean, I haven't put them up on YouTube lately. I'm uh, preparing yeah. something over here. The problem with streaming Earthbound is all that music is owned by the Beatles. That's what they say. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of, uh, there's a couple of samples in there. A couple of samples. And uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's some nonsense. I, I recently had an extreme headache where I had my three-hour-long review of Doom that uh, I had to upload to YouTube about 28, 28 times before. That's about right. Before, like literally twenty-eight times. I have, I have, I can open up the versions folder. So there were, there, were, I had to export twenty-eight versions of it, removing instances of a song and replacing them with different instances of it that were copyright-free. Jesus. And there were many copyright-free versions of this song on YouTube, and uh, YouTube kept flagging them as one version that was not copyright free because it was a it was it was a piece of beethoven that i wanted in there and we ended up just i mean i could have replaced it with something else so Uh, what's the what's the end game for all of this because as you guys are effectively saying like this kills streaming the robots uh the robots need to be stopped just a little bit they need to they need to reach some sort of agreement with skynet or whatever it is i mean i don't know if you would have told people about music streaming services back in 1999 the music industry would have thrown up all over itself and been like we're not going to let people just press a button and listen to our song online that's sick yeah they would have been like we're selling cds we're going to sell them on cd they would have they would have insisted on that back then and uh now they're cool with it i think we need to get cool with some fair use i think it should be fair use for some of that stuff especially if it's music in a video game so it's cool We're, we're cool with it in the record industry because it's mostly the artists who are paying for it at this point yeah. um uh-huh. so you know if twitch uh, yeah. can pass the costs along to the streamers that might be the horrible solution that ends uh-huh. up happening where maybe there's like a microtransaction bill that shows up every week where it's like pay this ransom mm. keep your oh, videos God. up or, oh wow yeah. yeah i can see that yeah yeah that's yeah. bad or they skim a little off the top of your they skim it off your subscribers maybe uh which is also bad i don't want that so I have an idea for you, Tim, which is, uh, so I, I recently did a big stream and I was worried about that. And uh, oh, yeah? I used some middies. That's what I used. Ooh. Not recordings, mm. middies. And if uh, for some reason they might, there's bots looking for middies, uh, you can just put different sound fonts into, <laughs> into VLC player, make your midi sound slightly different than your That's goal. excellent. Yeah. You could just excellent. go midi only for all of your videos and you will never have an issue. Yeah, I think your subscribers would like it that. It worked for Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah. Everybody everybody loved that MIDI music. They did not like that MIDI music. I'm laughing because <laughs> yeah. no one liked it. You know, you can't, you can't use that music in a YouTube video. But if you if you download a MIDI you change the font. and change the font, they're never going to know. You're golden. Could be. So, in the past, we've talked a lot about games being too long. But uh-huh. when do you wish a game was longer? Uh, usually, I just never. play it again if I wish it was longer. World Started. of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. I wish it were longer. Wow. Yeah, how would you do more, that? More campaign story materials or what? Your entire lifetime is not enough. I totally no. don't mean that at all. It is way too long. <laughs> but it, how long it's is funny. it? It's funny. Uh, it's weird because like it's both too long and now it is also too short because they've revamped mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the leveling system and all that stuff. So now it's like a level squish and all this extra content like Pandaria and, you know, Wrath of the Lich King and all these like beautiful areas like people won't get to see anymore. Like, yeah, you can do like the time walking dungeons with like Chromie and shit, but like you, you miss the impact of like traveling around Pandaria. And I'm one of the people who enjoyed Pandaria and shit like I'm, that. I'm a little out of the loop on that. Why would you not see those areas anymore? 
because the way that the leveling works now is that you don't have to visit like it's instead uh, of uh being like level 120 like it used to be it's like level 60 is now the level cap with shadowlands so everything is like squished way down and leveling is like much faster so right. in the past where you were like okay 10 to 20 is like this area and then i'm gonna move to this area and then i'm gonna go to this expansion when i hit 60 yeah. and then so forth and so on that's like completely eliminated and you can do a lot of your late game leveling from like 40 or 30 to 50 or whatever in the most recent expansion. So a lot of extra shit gets cut out and you just miss everything. You miss a lot of beautiful. And I like Azeroth. I think Azeroth is a really pretty place yeah. to like explore and just like be in. So the fact that that has been streamlined, yeah, it's good if you want to get to the later content, but you're also like, there are vast swaths of this land and the story that are completely like removed and will never be experienced again, essentially. So that's the main reason for doing it is to kind of smooth out the leveling process and get people to the newer content faster. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. For I the think. most part. Yeah. I played World of Warcraft for about one week around uh, 2007. Uh, speaking of posters that enough. were on my dorm wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, just long enough to get on a mount for the first time, and like a flying mount to go from one area to the other. And when I saw just how big the world was, I did a little mental math and realized how long I would be playing this game, and I just shut it down and never opened it again. That rules. Well, good news for you, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> They've squished the levels down. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to, get to back go in. nowhere. I love going nowhere. <laughs> I recently paid full price for Final Fantasy XIV, and I booted it up, got stuck on the character creator because I just don't know what I want to look like, both in video games and in real life. Just design a character for me, please. They don't have a random? They don't have a random button? Yeah, they do, but I keep seeing them and I'm like, let's press it again, you know? <laughs> right. Right, right? And then it becomes completely endless. And uh, I let my, I, got, I received an email a couple weeks ago that was like, your two-week free trial period is about to expire. And I was like, oh man, I, I didn't even play the game. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm paying for Final Fantasy 14. So that's how they get you. Yeah, they, they got me. And you know what? I don't mind because I, I moved my mouse on that character creator and I watched the camera rotate. I got yeah. G-Sync over here. 120 hertz, 1440p, 21.9. trials worth. On my, on my 2080 Ti. It's soon to be 3090. It's a lot of uh, numbers. And a 5950X. Right now, 3950X. That's a, uh, keep you them know, going. I'm giving you God's phone number right it's here. That's what I'm doing. Such a math. I got to tell you, it's worth every penny. It's just watching watching that camera spin on that character created. They'll let you choose your background so you can see how your character looks in various climes and environs. When I do settle down and play this game, first of all, it's going to be on the server Goblin. Sure. Which is the same server that Jason Schreier is on, it turns out. He told me to get on Goblin. And I'm like, you don't got to tell me twice to get on Goblin. GOG.com. Uh, hmm. Gog. Uh, yes. At the top of Gog.com, there's a banner right now. It says Cyberpunk 2077. 100% of the proceeds go to CD Projekt Red. In case you want them to get is, all the is money. Is this just Tim Rogers' word association challenge now? Because um, yeah, yeah, we're on some filibuster. Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, when, if we're talking about games, games that are too short, I would say uh, that that should be longer. Half minute hero, thirty seconds, a little too short. Minute oh, also. LMAO, uh, minute, not very, very long. good. Minute. You know what? I, I haven't one. beaten The Witcher Three, and I wish The Witcher Three was longer. That's why I haven't beaten it because I wish it was longer. I wish Dragon sure, Quest yeah. Eleven was longer. I wish when it I'm chill, fun faster. Witcher when I'm three. chill, yeah. If you don't like The Witcher Three, you can. I just uh, don't. Uh, you might want to look down at the ground 
and see yeah. if maybe your horse is a little bit a little bit <laughs> a little too high a little bit too long-legged <laughs> yeah your, your your horse might possess uh particularly four lengthened appendages particularly vertically gifted yeah actually i like yeah. that if you <laughs> i think that my horse is is perfectly proportional is what i think oh a perf a perf porp horse yeah perf porp horse <laughs> you ain't got no perf porp all right Uh, i I just want to say i just want to clarify that if somebody out there listening to this doesn't like the witcher 3 first of all get owned second of all it's okay it's okay i i i just uh i just palpate a greatness there Uh, somebody in here doesn't like the witcher 3 who doesn't me somebody in here it's me that sound on the stream is the sound of the cops coming for you yeah Yeah, coming coming for you (laughs) you hear those cops New yeah, York, Manhattan, yeah. just constant coppage out there. Constant right. cops. Next question. If yeah, you work for a video game matchmaking service, which characters uh-huh. from different games would you set up on a date? Sonic I think I think right away I want to say just to add add this question to the uh <laughs> Same to, game. to the to the greatest the greatest to the vault. episode. Yeah. Because I think this is a good one. Uh and I haven't even thought about the answer yet. So I, I have okay. Bayonetta Please. and Dante. Oh, Baydan. Mm. I I feel like aren't they're almost like too compatible that it would get weird. No, yeah, they're like, not compatible what? at all. They oh, are absolutely not. Yeah. She kills angels and he kills demons. She would find mm-hmm, him mm-hmm. absolutely fucking insufferable because he's such a child. No, <laughs> it would be great. Yeah, he's real uh, bad. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. I just I'm, I I guess I was more thinking about their mechanics than that. <laughs> than their And that's uh, a common mistake, but no. Yeah. Ban Banetta would not take this I shit. I like I like how weird and old he looks in Devil May Cry Five. He looks all like weird, like old, and like sort of a bad way, but sort of a cool way. That's all I have to say about Dante. <laughs> That's why he wouldn't match with Bayonetta. Okay, yeah. uh, Kratos and Marcus Phoenix. Yeah. Just a bunch nice. of grunting. I mean, I mean that actually is pretty. Uh, yeah, I what? think that's probably right. I think okay, that's right. I like. <laughs> I like queering everything that's not expressly yeah. like heterosexual, but I feel like Kratos is straight. You don't feel like Marcus Phoenix? Stratos? Uh, no, Mark. I didn't say Marcus Phoenix. I said right. Kratos. Okay. I said Kratos is straight, not Marcus okay. Phoenix. All right. Yeah, Kratos think... is Greek. Uh, you, he's you an know, ancient yeah. Greek man of he's a particular Greek. sort of mindset. Should probably. be a little open-minded, I think. Yeah, he's got I, a big I, beard. He loves the gym. He is absolutely open-minded, but I also think he's like straight, which is unfortunate because, like I said, I love queering everything, but just right. just not him. Who am I going to pitch Marcus Phoenix with? Yeah, man? Marcus Phoenix's strongest relationship in those games is with another with another man. Now he's lonely. That right. is true. Dom. Oh yeah, his friend is gone. That made me sad. Now, damn Dom. it. Yeah, he he needs to learn how to love again. Baird. Who are we? Oh, Baird sucks. Okay, no, he's Baird. okay. He, he redeems himself a little bit, but he kind of sucks. I'm trying to think of somebody else for. For Mark Master Fiend. Chief? Master John Chief. Yeah. I don't know. He's a little emotionally unavailable. Master That's Chief and the Tsunami on... robot. Wait, yeah. are they the same guy? <laughs> so Master Chief is asexual and is yeah. in a committed relationship with his emotional support AI. Yeah, Katana. Right. Yeah, that's right. I think you're right about that. Um wait, is he canonically asexual? Uh you can make the argument that all Spartans are, to be honest I guess. with you. I read the first couple of those books. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> the, the way that they talk about how they make them and what they do to them kind of implies yeah and, I, I you get know it. along with the you know famous thing about the suit the jacking suit, them off yeah. which is not well, true not right it's not true let's not propagate uh falsehoods here yeah that was it could up. be true it could be true though it could be true though they just haven't confirmed yet that's what halo infinite is right. about that's the, uh, that's the okay 
How about Marcus Phoenix and um, Solid Snake? Phoenix, right? I buy Marcus, it. Marcus Phoenix and Solid Snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. could go no, for that. No, I, th- I think I think I think Solid Snake needs someone like like an Otacon. He wants a soft boy. I think Solid oh. Snake. Uh, oh and yeah, Bayonetta you might be right. Is probably pretty good. I think Dang. Solid Snake and Bayonetta. No, uh, Bayonetta requires someone with a little bit more emotional intelligence than Snake has. Yeah, uh, agreed. I mean, maybe, maybe I don't know. Bayonetta's. Uh, I don't know. I think Snake would be okay. Like Bayonetta would come home and be like, "Oh, I had a really tough day." They would go, "A tough day," and then no, she would tell so, him. Solid, solid Snake needs to be nurtured. He needs a he needs a mother figure. <laughs> and Bayonetta yeah, is not no, that kind of person. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, <laughs> she'd kill him. It would be good. How about um Samus? Samus Aran from from uh the the bad one, the the Wii game. Uh, from yeah. Otherm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Metroid Otherm. Metroid Otherm. No, I think it would be Bayonetta and Alucard from Castlevania Symphony of the Night. <laughs> Wait, no, Bayonetta and Alucard from Helsing. Mm. There you go. That would does work. that count though? That's not video games. Not video yeah, games. It's, it's there's close absolutely enough. there's a Helsing video game. There there's Helsing on the PS2 based on the movie. Uh, well, All there right. you have it. <laughs> the sex would be incredible. What about Bayonetta and Van Helsing, Chris. as played by Hugh Jackman in the film Van Helsing? Oh, Hugh Jackman, the biggest act man. Yeah, that actually the huge, might work too. The hugest act man. Did you ever see that Van Helsing movie? The I movie did. Owns it. Owns. I like that movie. I'm, it's good. Uh, I'm serious. I like that movie. That was an enjoyable movie. I didn't see that, but I saw Constantine. Oh, Constantine is good. You know what? You know what else? Uh, no, I'm not going to say it. Bayonetta and Constantine would have been an amazing ship. Yeah. Oh, obviously. Yeah, I'm in. And there is a Constantine video game, right? PS2. Yeah, there's a pretty. Yeah, much there is a video Constantine video game. Yes. Did a movie come out during that time? Then it's on PS2. Yeah. 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 There's okay. a there's a Lost video game. There's a 24 video game. There's a Sopranos video game for PS2. And X-Files. I talk about all of them in the segment where I talk about the Super Mario Brothers three iron on that Frank gave me for my birthday <laughs> in my The nice. Last of Us video. All right. In the last 30 seconds, what's the best game based on a TV show? Um. Shoot. The Sopranos. No, yeah. it's not. No, no. Uh, it's probably Sorry. some no, anime no. Uh, show, actually. Uh, uh, Better Seroku? Yeah. No, yeah, wait. Maybe that's not based on the TV show, though. Oh, that's based on the manga. Based on the... Well, they did... They they eventually made a, a movie based on that part of the manga. That Berserk game is so good, dude. Yeah, it rules. I don't know. That Dragon Ball Z fighting game that looks really Power cool. Rangers. Power Rangers. Oh, Power, yeah. the Power Rangers arcade. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters is the one. Yeah. Fighters. Oh, yeah. yeah there you go. Fighters. All right. Question 10. What are the black eyed peas of video games? Ooh. Define so, black eyed peas in this context. Yeah, the band or the food? <laughs> the band. Okay. Oh. So they're, okay, so wait, I'm not really sure. That's like Sugar Ray for a different generation. Is that who they are? That's Sugar Ray for black people. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Is it, them. Wait, are they the same generation as Sugar Ray? I think kind roughly. Of. Pretty much. I saw yeah. them play That's at bad. a uh, Spike TV video game awards pre show. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, Look at the big brain here on Brandon. Good work. Okay, so as I try to interpret this question, you mean a video game that's like all style and no substance, but occasionally can pop out a banger or two? Is that what you mean? That sounds right. I I think you've just defined it for us. Yeah. There you go. I think it's Assassin's Creed. Like in this segment. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. (laughs) That's actually it. Man, I saw Jason Schreier tweet about. Uh, I love talking smack about Jason Schreier when he's I've not noticed listening. Noticed that he'll, as of this episode, he'll be on this show <laughs> at some point. Uh, he'll be on this show at some point. Why not? He was talking about uh, Assassin's Creed. Uh, he's like, "Oh, I've really been enjoying Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's blowing me away." And I was going to reply when I told him to to try to watch an to watch some anime 
in order to learn Japanese because he's studying Japanese. I'm like, you should watch anime. He goes, I don't want to watch anime. I'm just like, oh my God, how are you talking about enjoying Assassin's Creed and you don't want to watch anime? You're deluding yourself. Yeah. The femurs on that horse. Yeah. It's like you're wearing a diaper <laughs> when you could just use the toilet. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm toilet. not sure how those two relate. <laughs> the but toilet okay. is right there, or you're using the toilet when you could be wearing a diaper. I don't know how it works both ways somehow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can kind of flip that one around. <laughs> I don't think Assassin's Creed is the Black Eyed Peas of video games. What's what's a Black Eyed Peas song? I know I've definitely uh, heard let's one. Let's get it started, ha! Huh? Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started yeah. in here. Yeah, uh, I don't know I'm going to Google Black. You don't know that Peas one? Song. Sure you do. Yeah, you do. I mean, I mean you'd be surprised by stuff I don't know, okay? Oh, they got a lot of songs, and you heard them. I mean, but it it's is... like dumb party songs. Fergalicious. Yeah, Fergalicious. It's also the kind of band where, like, you've definitely heard... Yeah, probably heard it in, like, a, a Walmart in or a whatever. Walmart. So, so it's the kind of game that you... Where, like, it's ubiquitous, but you never bothered to play it because it was just there. So, like, yeah. like, a, like an Angry Birds or, a, or something like that. Oh, yeah, it's like a mobile that. game then, yeah. Yeah. I will point out that I did, I did, I did sit out an entire decade of American pop culture. So I, I don't, there's a lot of stuff I don't actually know, but if it was from my time, Tim, you might want to check the uh, shin bones on your horse there to see if they (laughs) at all. Hey, no, no, this isn't no high horsery at all. I'll freely admit to perhaps the possibility of having heard one of these songs. However, if I did, I didn't like it enough to learn what it was. That's all. You've never heard my humps. My humps? Oh, you've heard that. Come yeah. on. You've I don't heard know. My humps. Okay, so, or is a Black Eyed Peas, uh, a video game, something that is only enjoyable if you're incredibly intoxicated, like My Humps? Right. Mm. What's a good drunk video game? So the Black game? Eyed Peas song, My Humps, came out, I just want to say, September 25th, 2005, which is a time, 2005, I, I did not engage with very much stuff. I was in Japan, okay? Oh, and Japan? I was working 88, 90 hours a week. Okay. Were you in Japan? I, I don't know what was. Uh, I was in an office. Were you listening of, to Japanese rock bands? No, I was listening to jazz fusion because there was a guy oh. in the office who I figured would beat me up if I didn't. Let's talk about this. Me. Jazz fusion. Naniwa Express. Do you like Naniwa Express? No, but I love Soil and Pimp Sessions. Have you heard of them? No. Yes. Look them. They are incredible. It's like one of my favorite bands. I'll look them up. I There's like a lot the- of jazz fusion that I like over here. Let's have a jazz fusion section later. Hell yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I like the old Jazz Fusion. So I was listening to Jazz Fusion at around the time. On the exact day this song came out, <laughs> really? I was listening uh, on September 20th, 2005. I was sitting on the Square. subway with a CD player listening to the song Believin' by Naniwa Express on loop. So uh, that's, that's me. Not on a high horse. It's just that's what I was. Ishikawa-san would beat me up if I did not have some intelligent opinion about the Jazz Fusion uh, uh, CD he burned for me. Oh, he made you a CD. Aww. He was burning Aww. me CDs all the time. L- little it's all about CD. CDs. That's nice. Yeah, he, he was always making... It was horrible. It was, he was always just giving <laughs> me Nick CDs. I'd be like, listen to this one. He would... He would, he would have a toothpick in his mouth or like, listen to this one. Listen, so you were just misinterpreting his love language. Basically, right. yeah. Well, this guy was so cool. This is the new shit. Yeah, some people's <laughs> love language is homework. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Ishikawa-san and uh, Marcus Phoenix would be a good matchup. He used yeah. to be the editor and, and editor of Dengeki PlayStation Magazine. And that's why he was hired into Sony Computer Entertainment. Do you all know that? I don't know if you, this is not. the guy I'm just talking about. I guess I've never talked about this guy before. He was real cool. <laughs> I don't even know who this guy is. So I, I also didn't know his past. 
I discuss them at great length in uh, chapter one of my Final Fantasy VII remake review, uh, visible on YouTube.com slash action button. I discuss him in there. He's a good guy. He called me Kid. Kid. Did I tell you all about the time that my my buddy knew that uh, Werner Herzog was going to be at a party? Uh, or it wasn't a party. Oh, yeah. Wait, did you say Werner Herzog? It's actually pronounced Wiener Hot Dog. Oh, Wiener Hot Dog, yeah. Um, we, Wiener Hot Dog, he knew he was going to be at an event. And so... That's why nobody likes Americans. He was, he was like, uh, I got to go there. And and he went to this event and um, went up to Werner Herzog and gave him a mix CD. Oh, that rules. And uh, that, that was his big ambition. Did he say, thank you? like that to him when he's okay <laughs> thank you man have you, have you all seen the film jack reacher struggle. real no. good yeah. everybody watch jack reacher Werner herzog is in there and he plays uh he plays like a comically evil villain uh, that's a, and it's that's really a good tom cruise runs movie isn't it yeah yeah, yeah he's yeah. running in there he drives a car as well and tom he also cruise punches a guy in a bathtub uh there's a lot of good man that movie's legit it's a it's, it's a real lightning real... round, folks. Oh, yeah. All right. Can you have a mix in a couple of questions about Jack Reacher? Would you? I won't. In it. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, the modern Reacher. convention when releasing a sequel is not to just call it Game Two, but to uh-huh. give it a subtitle after a colon. Exactly. So, for example, it's not Metal Gear Solid Two; it's Metal Gear Solid Two: Sons of Liberty. Uh-huh. I'm going to name some video game sequels without these subtitles, and you have to append an appropriate subtitle onto them. All right, give it to me. Okay, we'll start Super Mario Brothers 2. Super Mario Brothers 2. Well, it's Mario Madness. Uh, mm-hmm. You're not trying to get the correct answers, right? <laughs> right. Uh, uh, Super Mario Brothers 2. Turnip Terror. Vegetarian edition. Yeah. Luigi Origins. Oh, Luigi Origins. Yeah, that's mm. good. Okay. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Too fast, too furious. Tails Origins. <laughs> Tails Origins. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, uh, Rise of Tails. Yeah, Rise yeah. of Tails. Dawn of Tails. Yeah. Tale of Tails. Eggman's Revenge. Yeah, oh, Eggman's Revenge. Eggman. I don't like that guy. Uh, Destiny 2. Yeah. Oh my god. Destiny 2. <laughs> Destiny uh, 2, there can be more than one. I don't know. Like, you only got one Destiny. Come on. Right. Zavala's yeah. Hot Tub Adventure. But that says more about me than anything else. Oh, <laughs> Destiny know. 2. Seems like you know more about this than us. Than ha- so let's go with that one. Sure. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, man. Manifest Destiny Simulator. The highest horse. Oh, man. Big boy horse. Red Dead Redemption 2. Redder and deader. Yeah. Oh, redder and deader. And Demptioner. Too red, too red, too demptioned. <laughs> right. That's terrible. Resident Evil 2. More like Resident Dead Redemption. Resident Evil 2. Uh, Jill Sandwich Edition. I, yeah, I, I was going to say Chris and and what's the protagonist? The lady protagonist in 2? In Claire. 2? Chris, and, two? Chris Claire Sandwich. Leon? It's oh, Leon. Oh, it's Leon, right. Chris is Chris. her brother is why. I got confused. Chris and Leon. Dragon Age 2. <laughs> Let's do a war crime. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Dragonage. Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh, shit. We made another Let's one. Let's do a war crime. <laughs> <laughs> they should call it Kingdom Hearts 2.0000185 uh, or whatever. Some number. Right. After a bunch of zeros and a decimal point. Yeah. Wait, no, I, I, have, I have a good callback. Um, I have a good callback. Kingdom Hearts 2 direct to video. Nice. <laughs> oh, excellent. Nice. Uh, Fable 2. Fable 2. Fable 2. It's a uh, game where you can thumbs up everybody. Property until they marry management you. simulator. Yeah, uh, Fable, Fable 2, 2, it's got a dog. 
I know it too. Landlord dog. edition. Yeah, Jim exactly. Landlord. Yeah. I was gonna say, let's, let's be a landlord. Peggle two. Ooh. Peggle two. Peggle again. Um. Peggle two. The dark souls of Peggle. Peggle two. <laughs> Peggle harder. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater two. Oh. Jimmy Man, was a race a, car driver. It's so long already. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater two. Anthony Hawkerton. <laughs> Anthony Hawkerton. No, it's Anthony Hawkins. Hawk. Come oh, on. Yeah, Hawkins, sorry. Anthony uh, Hawkins, professional skateboarder. The Hawk soars again. You ever again. see that Anthony Hopkins in a movie? Guy can no. act. <laughs> no. <It's>, uh, <laughs> I refuse. Yeah, he loves it. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Remains of the Day. Stevens, the perfect butler. Isn't the second one the one that has Jeb Bush in it? Wait, they make what? fun of Jeb Bush in, in that one. Jeb? Yeah, they make fun of Jeb. There's there there are these posters in the game. Wait, in what? Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two. It might not be two, mm. but there there was one that takes place in Florida, and so they had all these um, Jed with a D and an exclamation point posters all over. And I was like, is this the origin of Jeb Bush's like campaign font and stuff? Uh, but then I found out that it was because they were making fun of the actual Jeb Bush, who was the governor at the time. And uh, so they're just making fun of his campaign slogan, which apparently did not change until he got in, like when he made a presidential bid. So, Jeb. So, if it's the one with Jeb, I would uh, subtitle it the one with Jeb. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater (laughs) Two. Jeb! Exclamation point. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, Now it's time for me to decide the winner of this week's episode. I think a lot of these questions only our guest was equipped to answer so i'm gonna have to give ash the win this week nice. congratulations something. Well your reward is homework yeah. you have to uh come up with a question off air for us to ask on uh, next week's episode i'll get into your dms about that okay uh, now is the part of the show where we all plug things we've got going on or Uh-oh. we uh recommend stuff that we're enjoying who would like to start <laughs> Who wouldn't like to start? anything or doing anything. Oh, wait. Yeah, so. I've got a recommendation. Um, everybody should check out what's going on with Dreamcast and the Atomus Wave right now. The Atomus Wave arcade system, it was like, we, we always used to joke that it was basically just a Dreamcast, but it turns out it's way more basically just a Dreamcast than we ever thought because um, <clears throat> it turns out the only barrier toward straight porting games from Atomus Wave to Dreamcast was that the Atomus Wave was on static solid state media on cartridges. And mm-hmm. once they figured this out, and also once the rise of uh, optical disc emulators, ODEs, happened, and people could emulate a disc drive in their Dreamcast, it turned out that with just a few little things, you could port an Atomus Wave game to Dreamcast perfectly. And uh, in the last two weeks, like five games have been ported just like nothing and well, uh, rules and then people have been figuring out how to make disc images of them too if you want to play them on disc though they load kind of strangely do but they yeah, do rumblefish 2 yet rumblefish 2 is not there yet they're starting with oh, snk stuff but there's only like 15 games so eventually they're going to just do them all and it's going to rule and we get like 15 new vintage yeah, dreamcast games i love it there's very few very few games uh, I played a whole bunch of them at the old arcades. Yeah, that uh, that Fist of the North Star was good. Fist of the North Star is uh, good. Rumblefish Two, uh, Rumble Dolphin Fish Blue, is, is good. King of Fighters Neo Wave. Yep, Neo Wave's on there. Samurai Showdown yeah. Six is already ported. Metal Slug Six already ported. It rules. I love yeah, that's that. That's really stuff. wild that they that they that they were able to do that. I want that Rumblefish Two. That Rumblefish Two is good. Dolphin Blue. Did you ever play Dolphin Blue? Is that I game? did. 
I did report that one. Pretty good. I guess I could just look this up. They're getting to it. Another one that that I'm looking forward to is there's this game called Sushi Bar, which I previewed on insert credit in like 2003. And uh, it never came out, but I played it at the Tokyo Game Show or something. And I really liked it. And then it turned out that it was completed, just unreleased and sitting in the lobby of Sammy Studios USA. And eventually someone was able to get it and dump it. So now we will be able to have a home port release of an unreleased arcade game uh, from the Atomus oh. Wave on the Dreamcast. That goes all the way back to year two BMH. That's right. I am on another podcast with my Kotaku co-workers. It's called Split Screen. You can get it wherever you can get normal podcasts. I'm there. Uh, I talk with my emotional support co-workers about video game stuff. Uh, very specific video game topics. Uh, this week we're talking about time. Last week we were talking about generations. So uh, if you like what I have to say, you come check me out there. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Um, anybody else before I go? You got anything? I like Frank? to go last. Go for it. Nope. Oh, all okay. right. Well, I'll, I'll do mine next week because it's evergreen. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've got some recommendations. I recommend that our listeners go on over to iTunes or Stitcher or any platform. You can rate and review podcasts and leave a nice one for us. It's a great way to raise the visibility of the show. Or you could just tell some friends about it when the top comes up. You can go to patreon.com slash insert credit, as I mentioned earlier, where you could subscribe at any level to submit your own questions, get episodes one day early, and even exclusive access to a growing repository of bonus content. You can discuss these very episodes at forums.insertcredit.com. Right now, there's a really good thread there about uh, fake video game guitar noises. You could follow us on Twitter. The show is at insert credit. I'm at Alex Jaffe. Frank is at Frank Cifaldi. Tim is at 108. That's at Necrosofty. Ash, do you want to give out your Twitter address or is that private? <laughs> no, you can. I, I'll give out my Twitter address. Uh, my, Are you sure? You, okay. Yes, yes. Uh, I have to approve you anyway. So if you turn up and you're a piece of shit, you won't get access anyway. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Ad Astra. That's A-D-A-S-H-T-R-A. Is that a joke about right. the, the Brad Pitt film, Ad Astra? Or is it just a joke about the, the Latin phrase, to the stars? I have an affinity for Latin and celestial bodies. So, and it fits with my name, which is Ashley. So it's actually like... I like star stuff, so add that's Astra. good. Sure, yeah. It, nice. it, it just it it's just uh, having not seen your Twitter until right now. It just makes <laughs> me wonder. It just makes me wonder if uh, you're just a really big fan of that that movie with Brad Pitt. <laughs> I actually wanted to see the movie. <laughs> the world number one. I it's actually really good, in it, my opinion. It wasn't that bad. Uh, I I was interested in seeing the movie. It's like, hey, that's the thing that I like. I'm just gonna go see this. And I like space movies in general, like space yeah. dramas and shit. So. Ad Astra, I like that movie. I thought it was uh, okay. Interstellar, all uh, those kinds of things. I, I love those movies. Brandon, did you see Ad Astra? No. It's uh oh, it's it's maybe you'd like. This it. show's editor is Esper Quinn with music uh-huh. by Kurt Feldman. Once more, I'm Alex Jaffe. I'm Frank Cifaldi. I'm Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield. I'm Ash Parrish. And your game has now been saved. said growing repository and even though it's not gross it sounds really gross